How's it going, Rollers? We are so excited to announce that Goblins and Growlers has released a new adventure book, Feats of Excursa. Three tabletop adventures based on classic fairy tales, and it's accessible to adventurers of all ages, from grizzled veterans to green grizzled young veterans. Original stories, original art, and original monsters. Feats of Excursa is available at bit.ly slash E-X-C-U-R-S-A. That's bit.ly slash excursa and locally at Alpha Comics and Games in Willow Lawn, Richmond, Virginia. Scale the tower, slay some monsters, stage a coup. And while you're at either of those places, please check out volume one of our one-page dungeon compendium, custom class-specific character and spell sheets, as well as shirts, buttons, so much more. Thank you all so much for your support, and let's get you to the episode. No, no, copyright. no, I banned license, fart jazz. License the fart line jazz. Is fart jazz. Yeah, four seconds of fart jazz. Licensing fart jazz can't be that expensive. Right? You know what? We got to give the people what they want. License Let's the get fart serious jazz. here. We need to stop talking about fart jazz and get back to this ass competition. You're the one that brought fart jazz into it. Don't you try to run away from it. This is Quid Pro Roll. A fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Daily Cryer Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way right to you. Well, listeners, today we have a special guest with us, ready to sing her heart out. So let's all give a warm round of applause and welcome Melody. I cannot emphasize enough how I enjoy free food. But if I'm going to sing for my supper, I guess I should explain you the mood. Uh, anyway, on the last episode, things kind of happened, and Boat got us in a bit of a jam. Not the kind that I like that's made of blackberries, but the terrible kind that leads to him by way of wrestling, removing the revenue stream of a local orphanage, kind of dooming them, and suggesting that they end the money with bake sales and lemonade stands. Then, when realizing that's a terrible, awful, horrible idea, mostly by us telling him it was, instead promising to give them twice their yearly revenue by promising them the money they would get for returning me to... Uh, returning me... Returning me to my mother in Tinghaven, which is where we're going next. Hooray! Also, there was a terrible, weird dark wizard hunter. There's a lot going on. Y'all take care now. We are going 
two at the beginning of this episode, smash cut to our adventurers in their new Talarian garb, traveling across the hills of Talair, heading north towards Tinkerhaven. You guys have been traveling about a day or so, and Talarian clothing, you have learned, is far starchier than Alarian clothing. A lot more structured, a lot less uh, comfortable to travel in. So we're basically wearing like hair shirts, walking in the heat. Um, you know, it's not that bad. It's also not terribly hot. Like basically okay. you went from like loose kind of like Renaissance era clothing to like Renfair era. Let me be very clear. That's not technically the Renaissance. So I want to make sure I'm being very clear with my sartorial history here and went into Ripper era London fashion. So Victorian. Yeah, it was probably a pretty bad idea for me to change into this fancy tuxedo before we started walking miles overland. This is supposed to be our basic, like, wear while we're here. Why did you decide to go all out on the finery? I mean, boat got to look good. Uh, I mean, when we roll into town, I want people to know that I'm, uh, you know, a man of some importance in various parts of the world. Uh-huh. You don't think or that have... that's going to make you a target for pickpockets? Isn't, like, Tinkerhaven really famous for that? Yeah, but I've got my, I've got, still got my red cape, and you know what that signifies? Nothing. It signifies absolutely nothing. Incorrect. It, it tells the broadcast to the world that I am, <laughs> that I am the guard captain of Palabar. Uh, I... Do you sincerely think that the only person in the world that wears a red cloak was that guard captain? Alita, I'm going to tell you a story. It's about a time when I was younger and I was getting started in the wrestling business. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of success back then and I was waiting for my big break. And I met a wise man. He knew my father from the monastery and he, he heard that I was performing and he wanted to come talk to me. And I knew this man and I trusted him. So I confided into him that I was a little bit worried about my prospects. And he said, Charles, he said, to succeed in this world, you need a little bit of talent and a lot of self-confidence. The secret is that you just need to put out into the world that you're going to be successful. And then the world, the universe, will make that happen for you. So I am putting out in the world that I am the guard captain of Palabar, perhaps in exile. And I just have to put it out there enough and believe in it enough. And I will be rewarded for this. That doesn't answer my question of whether or not you think the only person that wears a red cloak in the world is the guard captain of Palabar. Uh, Alita's getting hung up here. I think we just learned more about Boat <laughs> than we've learned in 110 episodes of this podcast. Boat has imposter syndrome. Oh, no. no shocker. Is that what you took away from that? I, I mean, Boat, Boat yes. car, he's creating his own reality. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. That's pretty immaculate. He's, he's building it like a, like a, a, what's the cube game? A Minecraft. He's building it like a Minecraft. <laughs> what's what? the cube game? I don't the know, man. Tetris? I'm from Norway. Yeah, it he's makes, building it like a Tetris. It makes sense, though, because Boat, you know, his core philosophy is uh, that everybody is responsible for their own success. You know, that- I'm excited that we've all agreed that Boat would be a member of the Phantom Thieves, but... Uh... <laughs> it doesn't matter what other people think about the cloak. I know it means I'm the guard captain of Palabar. If anybody asks me, I'll tell them. And I'm so secure in that that they'll believe me. I believe you. 
so boat's been the guard captain of palabar ever since we left palabar the whole time you guys have been arguing about boat's cloak and boat explaining that his father was saying that he had to create the reality he wanted to live uh I was searching frantically for any image of what the hell my character is wearing. Cause I was like, yeah, now I can describe Solonar for real. Cause like it's a new outfit and this is precisely the time to do that. And I looked in all the wrong channels that entire time, but I found it. I found it. I could describe my character and the clothes they're wearing. Also, for anyone interested, ignoring that we did describe it a couple episodes back, uh, we will put the drawing I did of everyone's conceptualized Talarian outfits on our Twitter. We described the clothes. We didn't describe the people in them. We described the navigation through the channels in order to try to find the clothes <laughs> to describe the clothes. Exactly. There's so much here, but I'm going to move it over to Josh. Yes, you wanted to describe... So so Solinar, like just little bits of brown hair sticking out from underneath the black derby hat with the black band around just above the rim and uh, wearing his double-breasted pea coat. And uh, he, he hadn't initially asked for a tie and a button-up shirt underneath. And the tailor was like, no, you're not, you're not leaving here without these things underneath those clothes. Because God, shirtless and a pea coat is just not a not a vibe I'm going for, well, man. Well, he had asked for a really simple shirt because he was thinking comfort, and she was like, You're not gonna make me look like an idiot out on the road. You make yourself look like an idiot, that's fine, but not until you leave this town. Uh He's got his he's got his billowing black pants, and it's just like all all five foot eight of him is just looking looking immaculate. It's great. I'm wearing clothes, the <laughs> type of which you can listen to two episodes ago. <laughs> and um, listeners, you're gonna want to listen to two episodes ago. We've posted it on our Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. tell you, I needed no, I needed so little back and forth with the three of you compared to what I needed from Alon. I think I edited the sketch four times. Not the colors, the sketch. Yeah, I had to re-listen to my audio to remember what I was wearing. There were so many things that I had to go back on our notes and I went, I'm sorry, he's wearing what with what? But it is damn, the most insane outfit I've ever drawn in my life. But damn, does it look good on him. Thank you. I mean, thank you, Boat. Thank you, God Captain of Palabar. <laughs> so Melody is going to have her lute out and be strumming on it a teeny bit and lean forward to Boat. So do I need to feature the cloak prominently in the songs about you? Um, I, I would say yes, definitely. If uh, If a thousand years from now someone were to see like a tapestry with me on it i would definitely want the uh the cloak to be associated with my with my image yeah and guard captain rhymes with large and strapping i was all thinking i'll sing you a song of the captain of palabar and i don't have a rhyme except maybe solar that's what i'm working with so far <laughs> yeah. melody i I don't know if it's worth it. 
Just be like, my name is Melody. I'm here rapping, telling you a story about Palabar's guard captain. <laughs> oh, I could use Good that. God. She's gonna like whip out a tiny notebook and start like frantically scribbling. You guys God, are gonna start the the rap career of this. Yeah, but like an elf. Boat's gonna invent using your mouth to represent like uh, beats and stuff, and he's gonna a call weapon. it. Bo- he's gonna call it boat boxing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Beat boating. Yeah, beat boating sounds a little weird. <laughs> no, that sounds, it, sounds very 50s. <laughs> gotta, go, gotta go down to the soda fountain and beat boat for a little bit. Oh my god. Play some jacks. <laughs> Get a mimeograph. What did that boat do to you? <laughs> if you beat, have a phosphate. If you beat boat in public, you're likely to call the attention of the constable to you. I tell you what. Then the newsies will be standing on the corner hawking newspapers <laughs> like local wrestler arrested for boat beating. <laughs> in public no less perfect A plus so you all are going to travel along these scenic rolling hills sort of quietly you know going back and forth to yourselves you know having casual sort of light conversations as you go it's not terribly long maybe about a few eight nine hours before the sun starts going down Unless any of you want to do anything differently, you camp as normal. And this process repeats itself for, God, give or take maybe two weeks. Before you reach a river. Or more specifically, a dock by a river. We leave this town, we travel for two to three weeks towards the capital city. And then we reach a dock by a river. Is there any, like, inhabitants? Is there anybody on the dock? Is it big? Is it small? It's actually fairly large. It looks like, and there's a small kiosk-looking thing next to it. It appears that this is some kind of ferry. Ooh, so is the river big? It is a, it is a pretty decently sized river, yes. Um, I'm thinking, you guys, I'm thinking, you know, we've been on the road for a while. We're running out of uh, bacon grease because uh, Boat keeps using it in all his crap crepes. But I'm thinking we could probably uh, cock these, the cock this wagon and ford the river. What do you think? Oh, God, we're all going to die of dysentery. <laughs> what? Uh, what's the name of this river? You aren't sure off your dome, but <laughs> the kiosk says Bree Ferry. B-R-E-E. Okay. Solinar, you don't know the name of this river? You're from around these parts. Uh, no one's rolled a history check, so y'all don't know yet. I just rolled a history check. It was an 18. So you know that the locals actually argue about this river frequently, because while it feeds into Lake Bree, it also is fed into from the Crescent Bay. So some people call it Moon River, other people call it Bree River. Is there, in their arguments, is it fun, playful? Like, can't believe you call it that. Like, it's a different dialect that they make fun of if somebody's saying y'all. Or is it something that's, like, staunchly fought over? It depends on how close you are to Tinkerhaven. The closer you are to Tinkerhaven, the lighter the conversation is. The further away you get from Tinkerhaven, especially the further south you go, the more likely it's, uh, like... Auburn versus Alabama style animosity. Oh, are, are brothers fighting brothers? Is this... 
over the name. Look, that's River. one of the only like sports rivalries I know super duper well. Yeah, is is so it, it's literally like people hate each other. Like they go and they like poison each other's trees. Yes, that is it's, a thing that occurred. It's Springfield versus Shelbyville. Yes. All right. So listen, the the real name of this river is the Moon River because that's a cooler name and it just makes sense. But it feeds into Bree Lake. And so lots of people are like, well, it's the source of the Bree. Therefore, it is Bree. And it's listen, those people are out of their minds. But clearly this ferry station is operated by one of those people. And I'm going to tell you right now, you don't say a thing. You do not say a thing to this man about this being the Moon River, even though it is. Because we will have a bad time, okay? We're gonna call it the Bree River, even though that's wrong. The whole time we're here, okay? All right. Alita kind of like looks over at Koza and Bone and shrugs. Like it sounds like you're, this could cause a civil war. Does somebody come out of the kiosk? If you walk up to the kiosk, you hear sort of a I... clockwork sound. I swear to all that is holy. <laughs> uh, a ch -ch 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 sound is going to come out. And Did somebody just a pull a cork out? <laughs> nope, nope, there were no corks. There are no corks in the mechanics. If there are corks in these mechanics, it's gonna go wrong. I heard what I heard. <laughs> and a little, what appears to be some kind of whimsical metal dragon automaton it looks weirdly friendly and well kept uh pops out it's basically like the equivalent of those weird puppet dragons but made of metal and a little off-putting oh it's a little metal felix i'm off put by him hello i think he's gonna bite my foot are you trying to cross the river no. yes uh, talk to an operator <laughs> Hail creature, where is your human master? I do not understand. Operator. Prove to me that you have a soul. And you're not just taking the work from an able-bodied person. Excuse or even me? a not able-bodied person. Excuse me? Um, yes, we would like to cross the river. Wonderful. I will require... Count, 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 count. One silver. Are you registering any animals today? Um, I think me? all of our animals are registered. Hang on, I've got, I've got so, the Venn diagram of my concerns is overlapping right now. Because not <laughs> only do we have, we have a machine that's taking a job from an organic, but we also this <laughs> this that's organic cyst. The, this machine controlled by the government is trying to get our information. Why are we just giving it up? I'm not <laughs> registering with this thing. I don't know who its master is. We register animals to manage the weight on the ferry. Do you have some sort of scale? We do, indeed. And as he says that, it, you hear another mechanical sound, and at the bottom, sort of where your feet are of the kiosk, a ah. large rectangular plate just kind of slowly pushes itself out. Wow, I wasn't ready for that. We won't tell you about anything about our animals, but we'll let you weigh them. That is acceptable. This is different. That we didn't we didn't have anything like this last time I was here. Although 
we did have a lot of fairies that would sink in the middle of the river and then everybody would have to swim to the other side and lo usually lose thousands of gold worth of merchandise in the process. So maybe this is about that, I guess. I don't know. Is that why they call it the Moon River? Because it sparkles? Uh, oh, no. Solinar eyes the automaton carefully. It says nothing and waits patiently while uh, animals are led onto the pressure plate. I'll, I'll explain once we're on the river, Johannes. I don't, I don't, uh... It's the Bree River is what it's called around these parts. And then oh, Solinar yeah. winks at Johannes like in a very like grandiose fashion. I got it. Well, I will be sure to call it the Bree River, even though it's wrong. And then Johannes winks back. You all are going to load onto the ferry and it's going to push off. Interestingly, unlike many of the ships that you have ridden on before, there is an odd little rotating paddle at the back that runs with this sort of hum of a sound. Oh, did it's Gabe, monotonous Gabe sample and that kind for of our, soothing. Sample that for a rap track. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good backbeat. Yeah, Look, I don't rap. know that he has a sound of a rotating of a rotating paddle into water. I don't know if he has that. He probably does, but wanna, no, I want to make it I, easy I meant for him. We now we do have one. We just sampled it. It sounds like this. <laughs> it's not long. Arguably, only a couple hours before it reaches the other side of the river. And when I say a couple hours, it's like an hour, maybe two. You pop off. On the beach of the side of the river, your feet like, hit gravel. Like a cork? Nope, not like a cork at all. You said like we a, pop off. I'm There's about only... to pop off if y'all don't stop. There's only like a cork? That can be, that can be, of... Gabe, sample that for Quid Pro Rap too. I'm about to <laughs> pop off if y'all don't stop. <laughs> and then have, and then have the uh, boat come in. <laughs> And then have the first line from the rap that we had earlier that Melody did. Hell yeah. We're, we're starting the worst rap in the world. Wonderful. I, I don't know. I've heard some in pretty interesting SoundCloud rap. The worst rap is the rap you never perform. Oh, thank you. Snaps. So we're on the <laughs> other side of the river. So you're on the other side of the river and... Along the horizon, as you look out, you can actually see some of the outline of Tinkerhaven, even as far as you are. Nothing more present and obvious than the tall clock tower at the center of the city. Oh my gosh, Koza, look over there. Oh, oh, look, Beasts wow. in the distance. Pardon? Look at those huge creatures. The, look at the... that one. It's obviously some type of giant stork. The towers? The, the, those are structures. Buildings. How, how can you tell? Why do you think they're beasts? Because you can hear them on the wind. Um, were the towers making noises? I... Yeah. No? Just, not, that okay. can, not that you can tell. Why? Uh, I was just curious if I missed something or if um, Johannes was bonkers. <laughs> Being, That's probably a fair bet. Being Johannes, you mean? Yeah. 50-50 odds on that one. 
Melody seems to sort of pick up the pace excitedly as you guys head towards Tinkerhaven. I'm going to assume Solinar slows down. Uh, it's not that Solinar's slowing down because he's on the back of Midnight. Mostly, it's that Solinar is significantly more pale than he was uh, before crossing the river. And on top of that, uh, the he's got a flask out and uh, just appears to be just appears to be working on that flask. Hey, buddy, you might slow down just a little bit there. You don't want to you don't want to get all soused before we get back there. Oh, I don't know about all that, buddy. You're going to you're going to be down for the three count. You drink too much more of that. Why don't you give that to me? Just uh, I'll give you a little bit later, but you just need to sort of cool it right now. Vote. I know. Hmm? I know we don't often come to disagreements such as this. You will take this flask from my cold, dead hands. Melody is going to excitedly clap her hands together once in a very, like, sort of feminine, excited pose with her hands close to her face. It's going to be so wonderful. Once we get back to the manor, I imagine that my parents will give you this amazing feast. It'll be wonderful. It's the least they could do, truly. And Solanoff, you would like much of the spirits. I'm certain they could provide wine. Yep. Sounds like a great time. Really looking forward to it. Or punch. Yep. Would, would you rather have punch? Sure. Sounds good. Yep. Looking forward to it. Gonna be good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you quite all right? Never better. She looks over at Koza. Never been better. Um, I am a little worried. Um, we might not make a, a very good impression Um, when we uh, arrive in Tinkerhaven. Is that something we should be concerned about? No, what? probably not. Solonar's been drinking since we left the boat. Well, since we were on the boat. But he did that last time we were on a boat, so maybe it's just a boat thing. Every oh. time you get on a boat, Solonar drinks. It's that's his own personal also, drinking game. I was so, going to say, um, that's me Me too. I hate boats. Hey. I love the <laughs> boat. I hate boats. <laughs> So as you approach the city of Tinker Haven, you notice that it seems super densely packed beyond the protective walls outside the city. The walls themselves are made of this sort of sun-kissed reddish stone kept together with a beige sort of concrete plaster mixture, or at least something similar to that. I, I'm gonna, I assume we're gonna get like 800 comments that are like, it's called this. Like Probably mortar. mortar. I think yeah, mortar is the word that everyone's gonna tell me it is. Because it sounded like you were talking about like it's a red brick wall, but they've covered it with plaster on the outside. It's not brick so much as it's like oddly sized various stones of that sort of brickish color. There is a huge archway that while you, there are guards posted, people seem to be going in and out of very freely. Past the walls of the city, it feels as if you've leapt into another plane. The cobblestone streets hum with a bustle of more people than you have ever seen in a single place. 
There's more here than they can be described, from the looming clock tower that soars above the skyline to the myriad of colors and smells and sounds in the markets and streets below. Tinkerhaven is often called the city at the center of the world, and here, with the sheer volume and diversity of the people in her streets, you have a moment of wonder if that moniker is too reserved a description. See, cause I told you, you hear how loud it is? I've been hearing this for a while. I thought it was a beast when we were far away because it was so loud. Oh, do you have hearing that that incredible? No, they're just real loud people. Listen to all these loud Tinkerhaveners. Tinkerhaveners. Talking about their blue jeans and their red solo cups. <laughs> they're just loud people. What? Everywhere they go, they're always so loud. I'm sorry, is this a city or a frat house? The damn kids with their acid-washed jeans and their rock music. <laughs> Look at that one's wearing furry and boots. And their automated workforce. <laughs> Alita looks incredibly overwhelmed. Melody looks incredibly excited. The animals look distressed. Wait, same with, uh, same with uh, Snuffles? Snuffles looks the same level of slightly bored... She always does. Sounds right. What about Stronky? Stronky's distressed? Stronky is distressed because he is not entirely certain that everyone can see his 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 muscles adequately when there are this many people packed together. His big donkey so he, muscles. So he's just he's just headbutting people out of the way. Yeah, he's just like swinging his head back and forth to clear a path so that his donkey yeah. pectorals can shine. Big donkey wait, wait, wait. muscles needs to be Melody's rap name. Koza, <laughs> what are you? Your donkey is. Koza, Stronky's just plowing through people. <laughs> um, so Koza is hol is holding on to the lead as he leans backwards, <laughs> but his feet just keep skidding forward. Koza, where are you going? Your donkey's just headbutting <laughs> you away. I, I can't. I I can't stop. Stronky, uh, Koza, um, do you have speak with animals prepared? Koza's an uh, ass whisperer. I, it's, it's part of my staff of the woodlands. So, oh, score! Delightful. Hell yeah! So yeah, I cast speak with animals. I'm like Stronky, Stronky, never. <laughs> I will def defeat the people who are keeping me from being seen by more people. Stronky, do, do you do you need me to make time for you to be seen? Uh, I I but I I can try to do that, but uh, I just um right now I need you to slow down. Alex, can I go faster? Uh, Metaphorically, you absolutely can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. If we're uh, no wait, I smell I smell competition. There's a, a donkey, an ass. <laughs> There's an ass flexing competition up here. Uh, Stronky is going to plow through yeah. the crowd of people to get to a market square where it does look like in the in, on a center stage there is a competition where people have led up their strongest, muscliest donkeys. And what a coincidence that we arrive right now! What a coincidence! A donk incidence. A coincidence. <laughs> donk. What do you think, Koza? Are we were we the chosen too? Should we enter? Chunky, is is this important to you? I've never in my life been in a more 
I'm just going through like seven different voices. I don't know, man. It, it, we're noticing and it's delightful. It's been a long day. <clears throat> yes, it's important to me. Uh, okay, um, so how, how do... Do I see a place to enter, Stronky? You see on top of the platform a gnomish man in a top hat that is black that is this black white and red stripe he has a matching jacket of the same pattern and colors he's carrying around a cane that he is pointing excitedly at the crowd step right up step right up come to the ass flexing competition bring me your strongest donkeys uh, i headbutt him you're gonna headbutt the gnome i'm strong i'm right. strong key roll Roll attack, I guess. What are a donkey's modifiers? Uh, I mean, I because roll roll a d twenty. I think I think Stronky, give, I think just by virtue of his name, needs a plus three modifier to strength. I that's what I was gonna say as well. Yes, I fully agree. I rolled a two. <laughs> Stronky is going to swing his head at this gnomish man who use two ignorant asses, is going to drop out of the way with a flourish of his cane. He does a barrel roll. <laughs> Not today, friend! I'm sorry about- Are you trying to enter this animal into this competition? Um, yes, he, he would very much like to be entered. As Koza is having this conversation, I'm assuming the rest of the party has made their way up to this platform. Yeah, I'm, a boat arrives just in time to hear Koza say he would very much like to be entered. <sighs> boat just sort of rolls his eyes. Like, we were, we came here for a reason, and we we're supposed to get Melody back so we could get money to help those orphans, but now all of a sudden we're in an ass contest. I'm surprised that Stronky didn't get disqualified. It looked like he tried to assault the guy running it. I have no idea how this works. It's like, fine, what, what if, friend. You give me but one gold crown to enter your donkey here. Ma into the competition. Master Gnome. <laughs> Master Gnome. Uh, hey, uh, Gravy Bo Barnes, uh, professional wrestler. Uh, I, uh... <laughs> savior, savior of orphans everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Guard Captain Palabar. I, uh... So what... what what exactly is this? Is there like, is there like a, a flexing contest? Is there a talent competition? Is swimsuit? Like what? Suit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, they are please, judged it, it, much it, like one would at a county fair. So like fattest livestock. That's what we're going for here. Except instead of fat, we judge muscle. So they get points for thick. Is what you're yes, you are a man of understanding. I see. Uh, I understand you're kind of creepy. So, like, what's uh, <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, what, what is the purpose of this contest? Is, are, is it a fair? It just seems weird that you're doing this in the middle of the street. I'm pretty sure. Look, <laughs> great boat. It says it on the sign there. Uh, every, the contest, uh, the the reason why they host it is so it funds local orphanages. <laughs> Some back alley donkey contest over here. <laughs> it's part of the orphan funding circuit. They have all, all this paperwork over here. Look, it's interesting. Oh, yes, it's called Asses for Orphans. <laughs> <laughs> 
as you can see in the AFO sign, the several different like shows and competitions and things that they hold here weekly in the square. This is just one of many. There are twerking contest on there. It's yeah, more like wrestling shows, livestock shows, beauty pageants, things like that. Inventing competitions, alchemy competitions. We've invented a competition just now. <laughs> yeah. So what does it say about the wrestling shows? Uh, it says that it'll be two weeks from now that wrestling will be on its docket rotation. Oh, does it give you any information like who's going to be there? It doesn't say, but it looks like it's carved into the sign. So they probably just have this sign up for general purpose. And there's some okay. kind of newsletter or flyer that you can find actually what's going to be in the square. I'll have to get on their email list. <laughs> yeah, you got it. The problem is, is that if you give them your email, you start getting weird calls about your cart's extended warranty. <laughs> I like that. No, like very few people actually left, but everybody got like this a thousand yard stare. Yeah, I can't I tell if off. it was because it was the worst joke I've ever made or because everyone is just so traumatized from those calls over and over again. My I laughter was polite. I keep telling them Thank I you, paid Brandon, my... Thank you, Brandon. I appreciate you. I keep telling Sorry, them... Sorry, Alan, what was that? <laughs> I keep telling them I paid I my... I the joke was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I keep right. telling... <laughs> I keep telling them that I already paid off my power school loans. <laughs> so... You guys have looked at the sign of uh, AO, AFO, AFO, mm -hmm. Asses for Orphans. I want uh, a t-shirt that says that. I should have. <laughs> That'll I, be the next uh, Patreon t-shirt. Alex may have predicted Brandon this. Brandon is literally writing this down, by the way, just so you guys know. <laughs> I, I just that. watched him. I love that so much. Alex may have predicted this, but uh, on the way into Tinker Haven, Solonar for sure put Disguise Self up. And is his uh, alter ego a, a Ranalos? Was that what we decided on? Ran that sounds yeah. right. What does this Ranalos look like? Uh, Ranalos is a tall, middle-aged human uh, with with li really light-colored hair and not not a lot of that on top, uh, but very like muscular build, as if like he's. Uh, He's got a lot of time on his hands and he spends it bodybuilding now. Does he have cauliflower ear? Um, more more broccoli ear. Boo. Jo Josh, do you know what cauliflower ear is? Wow, uh, that's where you that's where you've got cauliflower and you keep it yeah. in case you need a snack for later. They keep it right where they keep the nickel. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's going on with all these strong donkeys? They're doing things. <laughs> Well, it's a goal to enter them into this contest. It is indeed, sir. What is One it? gold sovereign per donkey. I'll pay this. I feel like I got you into this mess somehow. <laughs> oh, all right. Subtract the sovereign from your. Is that just for my own clarification? That's just a gold coin. Yeah, it's just a gold coin. Okay. All right, Koza, what you doing? I, I'm watching my donkey get entered into this contest. All right. I'm going to need Stronky to roll for Stronk 
uh, with a plus three modifier. Yeah, let me. Uh, let me I've got I've got a, a dice rolling thing now. Oh wait, who's unless rolling? you want to roll, I don't care. <laughs> Who is rolling? Stronky must roll for Stronky. Okay. Well. Otherwise, it's wonky. I got an eleven plus three is fourteen. All right. While it is a tight sort of race, Stronky does just barely come out ahead of all the other donkeys. They raced them? No, it's it's they they do basically what they do at like the Westminster Dog Show, except for like <laughs> buff donkeys. They had a sneaky race, but all all these asses are so dummy thick that they kept clapping. This is the dumbest joke line we've ever done. <laughs> ever. And we've done some dumb jokes. Yeah, yeah. I think you're forgetting some dumber ones. But I, so there. So wait. Then if there, if it's like a Westminster dog show, but for donkeys, then we need a Westminster dog announcer. There has to be one somewhere around here. Josh, it's your time. Look at that beautiful donkey. Now, see how it struts about the podium, and the judge is lifting the tail. Oh, the judge almost got kicked in the face. Now, in any other competition, that would be a disqualifier. However, here at the Strong Asses competition, we enjoy an ass with spirit. So, the competition continues. And yes, yes, the judges seem very pleased. All right, on to the next donkey. Very well, good form, good form, very clean lines on this donkey. Wait a minute, those lines what? are painted on. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a disqualifier for sure. This isn't a This is not an ocean variant striped donkey. This is in fact your typical garden variety. Oh lord, some of those muscle definition points were also painted on. Oh yes, this is disqualified for sure. This is right out of the gate. Terrible, terrible form. Honestly, you hate to see someone like that trying to compete in such a pure competition as the strong ass competition. Now, these are asses for orphans. All of the all of the proceeds are going towards local orphanages. And that's right, Tom. That's right. And, and that's the good time for us to be able to talk about our donation system here. Not only as all these donkeys paying one gold per ass that it goes to the orphanage, but everyone here can also donate at our the donation line. Uh, what you you just have to mail your letter to mechanicalpostbird.com. And <laughs> any of the money that you mail in goes straight to orphans. We make sure they have no parents. We double, triple check. <laughs> that is if they correct, have parents, Nicholas. they get no money. Yeah. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> correct, Nicholas. Very well stated indeed. Now, you can also, if you're here out with us today at the, uh, at the event, you may donate by uh, putting a gold into the basket here at the front of the announcer's podium. Oh, and it looks like the judge has picked their favorite, and they are circling around. We have a great time for us to jut in with a, a note from our sponsor, Muscle Mule Milk. Muscle Mule Milk. For those of you who want to get into the gym and get more out of your out of your time, we have all sorts of famous people who use Muscle Mule Milk. Look at these before and afters. This was this was Charles before, and here's Gravy Boat Barnes, world two-time world champion. It's a muscle Mule Milk sponsorship. 
They, they sponsored this. All the money going to kids with no parents. <laughs> you know, I have wondered whatever happened to Gravy Boat Bonds, but who could say at any time like this? Maybe someday we'll see him back on the circuit. But it does appear the judges have picked their favorite. And we have it. Stronky the donkey has won this competition. Yes. Yes. As the crowd begins to cheer, a wreath of flowers is hung around Stronky's neck ceremoniously, and Koza is handed an ornate blue ribbon. Ah, oh, oh, um. Strong donk, strong donk, strong strong donk, strong donk, strong donk, strong donk, donk. Okay. I like how we kind of sounded bored, like the whole crowd is like, Strong donk, strong donk. Just very tired. Most of the of most of the crowd is uh, Talarian robots, so they're just all monotone. <laughs> strong donk, strong Warforged. Donk. The word is warforged. <clears throat> uh, do they put a microphone in front of Koza? They do, though it wouldn't be a microphone as you would recognize it. It's sort of this weird brass apparatus. But yes, the functionality is the same. It looks kind of like a catcher's mitt, but made of metal. Koza, oh. this is where you uh, you thank you thank all the people who made this possible. Oh, um, well, um, thank you. Um, I think Stronky did everything here, and um, well, thank you to to um to Mr. Johannes for for the entry fee. Um, Woo! I always believed in your buddy. Um. I haven't known Stronky for long, but this seems to have made him very happy. Because it turns to the, the announcer. I, am I supposed to say anything else? You're up. You usually want to give some sort of uh, some sort of grander thank you. Uh, perhaps speak about the event and the funds we're raising, perhaps for orphans. Oh, um. Right, so, um, we're sorry for, for ruining the, the, the orphan, um, program. Shut up! And, um, Shut up! <laughs> and, and was it, what was it, um, uh... Boat, uh, boat runs over to the <laughs> microphone and it's like, I'm, uh, Co- Coase um, had a, he's had a really long day. Uh, uh, it's time, we gotta, we gotta get him back to rest. Ex- he's so excited from Stronky winning. Excuse me, who is this um, man up on the podium? Uh, security! Security! Get this man down from I'm the- Charles Gravy Boat Barnes, thank you very much. <gasps> uh, and Coza is my ward. I, I, I am not. <laughs> uh, I just, I, I rolled a, uh, a history check for the announcer. I got a, I got a 15. So I think, uh, the, he literally the just talked about him. Well, it doesn't mean he knows what you look like. <laughs> and the announcer goes, my God, that is gravy boat bonds here live uh, in the flesh at the asses for orphans competition. That's right, that's right. And Boat steps forward and he kind of pushes Koza to the side just a little bit. Like, yeah, that's right. I'm, uh, you know, Gravy Boat's a big fan of ass contests. Uh, love asses. Uh, I wanted. I also love orphans, so Asses for Orphans is a great organization. I really like being involved with it. Um, I, uh, you know, what my, my personal cause right now is helping out a small orphanage uh, a, little ways, a little ways away from here. They lost all their funding. Yeah, they're uh, across the Moon River. Don't don't listen to that guy. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So I just wanna I just wanna encourage everybody, even beyond your uh, 
beyond your uh, entry fees and your tickets and everything like that. Just to just to give a little bit, give from the heart. Uh, but uh, yeah, we totally didn't uh, we didn't cause any problems to an orphanage, not at all. Uh, we were just here to support uh, all the little parentless kids and make sure they have enough to survive and thrive. All right, thank you, everybody. I'm Charles Gravybone Barnes. Uh, I'll be. I might be here in two weeks for the wrestling match. Uh, see everybody then. You hand the uh, amplification apparatus back to the announcer, and you, Stronky, and Koza come down from the platform. Koza looking very disoriented and confused. With a winner's ribbon. With a winner ribbon, yes. Koza should start wearing the winner's ribbon. Uh, Koza, it gives you a plus one to winning donkey competitions. Koza has pinned it on uh, Stronky. Wait, like directly onto his skin? I can take it. <laughs> his uh, skin, Stronky's skin is all callous. I, I was thinking onto like his um, bridle. Is that what it's called? His harness. harness? Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to put a ribbon on their bridle because that's on their face. And they hate that. Okay. Yeah, it's on the, the harness. Can we just start using identifying titles for all of our characters for the things that we've won over the course of this adventure? Like, uh, Boat is the guard captain of Palabar. Uh, Stronky is the strongest ass in Tinkerhaven. <laughs> if good, you think about it, good face Koza, it. Koza owns the finest ass in the land. <laughs> Strongest, strongest. We'll 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 be sure to tell Rosemary. That might win her back. Ew. As you all kind of reconvene, Alita and Melody, who are standing near Solon, are turned to your group. Alita crosses her arms and sighs and goes, "All right, now that that's done, aren't we trying to return Melody back to her parents?" We got kind of caught up in the spirit of the city. I noticed. I noticed that Melody is seems to be carrying like so, this large handful of paper wrapped items that she's handing to all of you. Inside is a skewer uh covered in fried dough and pow- and like this brown caramelized sugar. Oh my gosh. They're really good. I've been missing these, and they're really good, and you should try them. I got one for everybody, except me, who I got two. Oh, oh, thank you. Because it's of- a set, they are essentially like churros. That's very, that's a, they're fluffy churros. Every time I get a fluffy, puffy churro. See, Mr. Yohannes is in the spirit of it. You two should have some. I'm up. I'm, I'm, I don't know how to make the illusion look like it's eating. I've got eat the crunchy snack. I've got talking down. Talking works fine. Chewing looks so weird. So what you do is you just say the word ah 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 over and over again, and eventually it'll chew the food. Oh for you. no 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 no! That looks even weirder than what it normally looks like. I'm not no. That the cheeks get all bulgy, and then you're gonna add the like ah 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 to it. No, uh, I'm gonna hold on to this though. This looks delicious. I'll have it later. Mr. Bones? I like stuff wrapped in other stuff, so yeah, I'll try one. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's the, the thing it's wrapped in is paper. I'm not sure that that will be delicious. Uh-oh. I'll try it. It's essentially a churro. Do you enjoy churros? Then you will enjoy this because they're very similar. This is delicious. 
You all are eating your snacks and making your way through the city, Melody excitedly pointing out various landmarks and places that are the cool places in Tinkerhaven, not just the touristy spots, but like the places you can get like real Tinkerhaven food. After a while, you all are going to get towards closer to the center of the city near the clock tower. The houses as you're going are getting nicer and nicer and nicer until you reach an area where it's manners. There's no better way to describe it. While they would be slightly smaller than what you would consider an estate in Alaria, they're closer together and stacked much higher. The buildings are taller and appear to have more floors. Melody stops in front of one particular gate and turns around excitedly. I'm so excited to introduce you all to my parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>